Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's show. I am your host. I'm happy to Dries Parker here to bring you this week's show. Today started out so amazing. Went, got up, went to run five miles, saw the sun come up right on the beach. We we ran on the boardwalk this morning. Yes, I said we had a little small crew with me this morning. Such an amazing day. And I'm so happy that you have bought out time to listen to this week's podcast. I know you could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you chose to listen to this podcast. And for that, I am grateful and I thank you so much. So I'm going to bring the energy, bring it to you today. Okay. In today's discussion, we're going to talk about 10 ways to train in the heat. Okay. We got up early. We were able to see the sunrise, but guess what? It still was super hot. Many people at this time of year could be starting to train for a half marathon in the fall. A fall half marathon is going to have you training in the late summer. So I'm going to give you some tips to help you get the best out of the summer and not die. Okay, that's a good deal. I don't want you dying. I want you to be healthy and and ready to go. We're also going to answer some questions like, what's the most effective way for my runs to be longer in distance? So this person is going to want to know, do they increase the time that they're running or do they focus on just increasing from three miles to five miles next week? We're going to answer that. We're also going to answer the question with intermittent fasting, does the body become used to it and stall out, hit a plateau as it were? We're going to answer that this week as well. But first, let's go into the week that was. How was your week? Was some things, what was some of the things that went well with you guys? Has any of the tips from our previous episodes, I can't believe it, we're in episode six, we're moving right along, go back and listen to some of those episodes if you haven't, like the beginning, everyone has a beginning to their journey, I share with you mine, okay, the now, okay, Um, the how you can set up your mornings to be successful. Those are some of our previous episodes. I'm very interested in finding out, have you used some of those tips and have you, ha- have you been finding success? We would love to hear some of your success stories. Please uh, connect with me on Facebook. My name is Tadris, T-A-D-R-I-S, last name Parker. You can like our page, Keep Calm and Run to the Best You. 
Okay. You can also submit questions and or your success stories to coach to at gmail.com. So the week that was, we want to hear from you. How was your week? Okay. With us, I'm going to give you some highlights of this past week. That was amazing. Tuesday was the end of our keeping it real challenge. And members were submitting their results, and I'm proud of each one of them, okay? Some of them lost a pound, some of them stayed the same, and some may even been up a little bit, but why? Well, it was a holiday week, and they knew some things that they got into over that long uh, three, four-day weekend that they had, okay? So proud of everyone for for just completing it giving it a try, completing it, regardless of what the result was. Now, we're going to give some highlights of uh, some amazing weight loss from that week, but let me first explain to you what the Keeping It Real Challenge is, okay? The Keeping It Real Challenge is a seven-day challenge. We invite you to extend it out to 30 days. That's when you're going to get the most result from it, okay? However, seven days could change your life, right? It could be the start of something amazing. So, for seven days... You keep your nutrition real, 100% real food, no processed foods, and in fact, try to eliminate foods that causes people problems. And the food groups are sugar, all grains, soy, legumes, dairy, and alcohol. Those six food groups hinders you from getting the most out of any weight loss program. You can be spending massive amount of money on nutritional products to lose weight. And you may fit and you may drop some pounds here and there, but then if you're drinking alcohol, it's going to stop your process. If you are occasionally having this sugar, but then your your uh, um those occasional moments turn into more and more Sugar, grains, these types of things causes inflammation. There's a shoulder pain, your knee pain. You might think it's just wear and tear on your body when in actuality, it could be the foods that you were eating. And so eliminate these things for seven days. For those that feel great and want to extend it to 30, even better. You will get so many health benefits by doing this. Now add intermittent fasting with it, you know, Fasting just for 13 hours to get started, okay? Fasting will help you to control your cravings, have better mood swings because you're not craving and and feasting off of sugar and you're getting the highs and lows from that, okay? So, and then we walk or jog three days a week and we post it on our social media. And these are the ways that individuals get raffle tickets. Our challenge isn't we give away some prizes and our challenges aren't based on overall weight loss. Your weight that you lost that week is taken into consideration. You get tickets for that. But were you active? Were you posting about your walking and your running? And it's, it's really fun. We, we're able to see mothers go out there with their daughters, find creative ways to get their workouts in because, let's admit it, our time is, is valuable and at times we may not be alone. We may have our children. So individuals taking their children with them has been amazing. So here's the highlights from last week's challenge. We had Chris Ballard lose 4.4 pounds. Okay, she she did amazing. She just got back off of a cruise, 
the plane flown in. She got off the plane and came straight to the park to do her workout with the Run to the Best You crew. And it was motivational. I mean, you know, let's face it, when we go on vacation, we're bound to come back with extra weight on. But for Chris to go and come back and get right back onto the program and lose 4.4 pounds in the first week, give her mad love. That's amazing. Thank you, Chris, for setting the pattern for us, showing us how easy it is to get right back into eating real food. Um, Amazing. Then we got Jamie Burke. She lost 3.6 pounds. Okay, she says she's going to throw the scale away. She's tired of looking at it. We, we encourage that as well, okay? And so I was like, I was a little thrown back because I, I figured, you know, maybe she had gained this week. But to see she dropped almost another four pounds, may, helping her maintain around that 50-pound weight loss mark, that, that benchmark that she didn't even know that was possible that she can get to. So, Jamie, awesome job. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. You are setting a great example for your family. And I can talk all day about Jamie. She, she's, her runs has been like amazing. She's been on fire. She, she's faster than ever. And one of these days, I'm really gonna break down how an athlete can be trapped inside of a body. You, you may look at a person and they may be over 200 pounds or whatever, but you don't know their backstory. You know, come to find out, Jamie's really fast and she, she was, even fast back in the day when she, you know, before she lost this 50 pounds, you know, she, you could tell she just had this motor, but she would get injured because she had this motor. Well, now knowing her backstory and now that she's 50 pounds lighter and she's fast as I don't know what, you know, she revealed to the group that she used to do sprints when she was a soccer player when she was young. And that was one of her favorite things to do. And so who out there do you know of that maybe an athlete locked inside of this, this uh, body that they've been trying to escape from and just feels like there's no hope for them? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Ms. Jamie said at one point she was about to give up. She didn't think that she would ever see the scale move. And we're proud of the fact to be able to provide something like this for her and show her to cut the nonsense. Let's get, let's, let's cut through all the different fads out there and let's stick to eating real foods. I told you the six things that you want to eliminate. So you might say, well, what should I eat? What can I eat? Keep it real guys. You can have real potatoes, cook it yourself with olive oil, real oil, no canola oil, vegetable oil mixed with all the, get, get yourself some real avocado oil, real olive oil, make yourself a nice piece of meat, have some steak with the fat, that it's going to be good for you, okay, yes, I said it, with the fat, you have some tuna, you know, seafood, avoid all the butters and stuff like that, but make yourself some nice meat, vegetables, fruit, and your nuts, as long as not peanuts, okay? And be careful of salted, roasted things because they can be roasted in coconut oil. I mean, I'm sorry, canola oil or peanut oil. You want to avoid those types of oils. So, yes, I get pistachios. That's sea salt and pistachios. That's it. It's not roasted in anything, okay? Uh, if I'm really trying to keep it right, I am not getting roasted nuts. I'm getting un, unsalted nuts for that particular fact. Sometimes you could take those 
those nuts and actually put them in an air fryer, like toss them in olive oil, throw your own sea salt on there. And then I throw them in an the air fryer sometimes. I haven't done that too often, so I would like to keep continue to test that out to see how good it could be. The first time or so, it was okay. It wasn't the best. Uh, I hear that you could put them in the oven as well. So we'll see. Play around. Be creative. What else happened last week? Okay. Let me rewind a little bit. The winner of the challenge was Jamie Burke. She won the challenge, actually, that I talked about, and she won a gift card to Starbucks. This was her second time winning. As I said, she uses the challenge from time to time to help her stay focused on achieving her overall goals. She won before a a free lunch at SaladWorks, so she's racking up. Great job to you. Other honorable mentions for sure is Meredith, who runs out there with her daughter in in the stroller, she is working out, not only running, but getting her arms strong by pushing her daughter. Then we got Katie Air. She dropped a pound and a half. So, again, guys, great job. Another highlight was Tuesday. You know, keeping with Tuesday. That was a great day. Tuesday, we had a special treat because Danielle from Minnesota, she reached out to us. She did a challenge, got, got great results, was inspired to, to sign up to our online program, and we find out that she wants to run a half marathon in August. So that's only like five, six weeks away, if that, okay? So I had to design a program for her to get her ready for that. So she's fired up, and she asked us in New Jersey, what time will you be running so that I can go to my local park in Minnesota at the same time and we run, run virtually? So I'm like, that's so cool. You know, that's really, really nice. So 6 p.m. we run here. That's 5 o'clock her time. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually do a video chat because you were in our, our community. We're going to do a video chat. And Aaron Baskins, who is from Jersey City, she works in New York City. So at that time, we did a live stream. We did the motivational you know, process to get our mind right for the run. We introduced ourselves to her individually one at a time. We had probably about 14 members there that day or more. It was it was so cool. We had such a great uh, interchange of motivation. We I can tell that the local group was inspired by hearing Danielle's takeaways. We also, after the the introductions and all that stuff, and we did our motivation, we, we cut it off the video chat, we went for our run, and then we brought it back together and we did our conclusions and what our takeaways was. And my, my, my local group was inspired to have someone from Minnesota. So thank you, Danielle, for that suggestion. And we made it happen. And then Aaron Baskins was on. She did not, she was not able to run at that particular time. She was just getting off work, plugged in while she was on the subway. But guess what happened after all the members was left and I was there by myself reflecting on what happened? I get a, a FaceTime I, I, I turn on the FaceTime. It's Erin getting her last couple of minutes of running. She was inspired. I love it. I absolutely love it. So thank you, Erin. Thank you, Danielle. It was an epic time. I'm going to transition to something else that happened last week for us or for me. I, I purchased a book from the library. It was only a dollar, and it's called Simplify Your Work Life. Now, I had this in the closet for quite some time. 
and I, I want to reread it. I didn't finish reading it the first time. I probably got like halfway or three quarters of the way done. It's called Simplify Your Work Life. Ways to change the way you work so that you may have more time to live. Let me say that again. Ways to change the way you work so... <laughs> excuse me, my goodness, this is crazy. Ways to change the way you work so you may have more time to live by Elaine St. James, the bestseller author of Simplify Your Life. I'm going to tell you why I find this fascinating and why I can apply it to running intermittent fasting and weight loss. A person may say, you know, why, why, why would we care about that? Okay. Now, I've been doing Facebook Live videos, and last week I used some excerpts out of this book for that Facebook Live. The number one reason why people fail at their health results is due to not having time. Due to not having time. You listen to somebody, I would love to do that, but I'm just so busy. I have this to do. I have work. I have, and some people have two jobs or some people are just so tied to their careers that they do not pay no, take any time for themselves to get their health in order. Listen, if you don't use it, you lose it. Okay. So you can be young, extend your youth out by means of our food choices and by means of buying out the time to do the things that you enjoy. And working out is one of those things that can make you happy. And I'm not talking about going to the gym, slinging these weights around. I'm not even talking about running a half marathon. Maybe, maybe 30 minutes of walking could be enough to get you in a good mood. Okay? And so let's try to figure out ways in which we can cut back on, on some non-necessary things. Maybe we're working too much because we have too much stuff. I'm one individual that at times, if I'm not careful, I come home and I have a lot of clutter. I just put stuff down wherever, and then I have to spend all this time, or my wife, unfortunately, cleans up after me, or she leaves it for me to do to teach me a lesson, okay? And guess what? Instead of waking up in the morning, ready to go work out, do my easy workout or whatever, I have to spend 30 minutes maybe cleaning up. And so now, again, when it comes to work, Here's just some brief things. It talks about stop working weekends. Leave your briefcase at the office. Don't bring it home with you. Take a vacation. People don't take vacations. Okay, we're trying to plan the Disney half marathon. Okay, so some people can consider, you know, that that's work for me. But at the same time, we're going to get on a cruise afterwards. We're going to take a vacation. All right. So take time out, guys. Take time out. Life is passing us by and we don't want to find ourselves regretting that all we did was spend time at work and now our kids are grown. They're having issues. We don't know how to answer them. <laughs> it's funny. She's the best-selling author of Simplify Your Life. I would love to read that. As I was studying intermittent fasting, I also was looking into minimalism. And there's a scripture that says, keep a simple lie. So I've been hearing that for a long time. Keep a simple lie from our, our scriptures and stuff like that. So uh, th this is giving us practical ways in which it can help us to keep a simple lie. You know, have don't feel like you need all this stuff 
to be happy. The less you have, the more time you have, the more time you have you can spend with your family and friends. Also, when you think about the richest person in the world, the poorest person in the world, when you think about the person that may be in a nursing home with all types of health issues compared to a person the same age running races and winning their age group, you know, 60, 60, 70 year old age groups, the difference between all those individuals is how they spent their 24 hours. Did we waste it drinking, partying, money's gone, playing video games, time is gone, or did we take time to educate ourselves, make some financial good decisions, save some money, okay? Or did we uh, eat whatever we wanted when we were younger, heck with the diet, and now we may find ourselves with kidney issues or liver issues or brain issues, okay? So those are the things that happen, and I just wanted to share that. I hope that that was helpful for you you have any questions, reach out to me. I'll be more happy to answer them. And I may include some of those in my videos on Facebook Lives because I like to get up in the morning, do a little bit of reading, get my workout on. And then sometimes I'll jump on Facebook Live to give a little bit of motivation. And it helps me as well. We also, last but not least, we did a five-mile run. It was sweet this morning with the group before the sun came up. Or actually, I wish it was before the sun came up. But we, we met at 6 a.m. We were able to see the sun start to come up. Uh, and then we, we went for our five-mile run. Many individuals in our group are starting to train for their first half marathon. And that was amazing. So let's take a break and we'll get to our main topic next. Okay, let's get into the 10 tips for running in the heat. Again, it doesn't have to be miserable. There are some advantages to the summertime because you have the longer days to get the workout in. But let's get into these 10 tips. Number one, adjust. Don't pick the heat of midday to do the long or intense workouts. If you must, pick routes that is going to have shade. Start your workout slower than usual. And if you're feeling good, try to... restrain from speeding up if it's okay maybe you could speed up just a little but we want to make sure that you're saving that energy so that you're not overheating number two wear less wear light colored clothing that has vents or mesh you got the microfibers out there different clothing like under armor or nike heat gear is good for this that type of thing you can wear a hat sunglasses Put on some sunscreen to protect yourself with a SPF of 30 or higher. Okay, so making sure we, we protect our skin. Number three, watch your alcohol and medication. These things have a dehydrating effect. And using them before run can make you have to go to the bathroom, which will result with the risk of dehydration. So 
we're going to make sure that you time these things appropriately. And as we talked about before, try to avoid alcohol before your runs. At times the night before, you got a long distance run the next morning and you have some alcohol the night before. That can, that can drastically affect your performance the next day. So drink alcohol in moderation and, and time them appropriately. Number four, drink early and often. Drink 16 ounces of water an hour before you head out. Drink five to eight ounces about every 20 minutes while working out. This is something that I do not do. I do not carry water with me, to be honest with you. I'm fine without it. However, again, it is hot. If you get yourself a nice little bottle that clips on your waist, maybe give yourself a little squirt here and there, that'd be fine. Let's see. You also can add electrolytes. Now, I'm not talking about Gatorade or those sports drinks that has tons of sugar on in there, but you can add some electrolytes to your water, which will increase your water absorption rate. Okay. And we lose electrolytes during sweat. So, that's something that can be done, okay? Number five, don't rush. Allow yourself eight to 14 days to acclimatize yourself to this hotter weather. Now, for some, we've been training all year round, so you're, you're okay. But for our beginners out there that is, has been inspired to like, just go out there and go do it, again, we want to gradually do this. Okay, and gra- gradually increase the length and intensity of your run. Um, doing this will allow your body to learn to decrease your heart rate, decrease your core body temperature, and increase your sweat rate. So don't go out there rushing anything. Number six, seek grass and shade. Cities are always hotter th- than surrounding areas because of the asphalt and concrete holds the heat. If you must run in an urban or even a suburban area, look for shade and run early in the morning or late evening. I'm going to touch on that a little bit more. Number seven, check the wind direction. If possible, begin your run going along with the wind and then back, run back with the headwind. Running into the wind has a cooling effect which you will need during the second half of the run. At times, you may sign up to a 5K race and you have no choice which way the wind is going to blow. And you wish, but you wish on the way back, the wind was against your back, helping push you, right? There's times when you sign up to a race and you go taking off, the wind is at your, at your back and you're flying down there and then you make that U-turn to head back to the finish and the wind is against you and it is hard to maintain the pace that you had at first. Now, when you're training out in the summertime, you want to check that wind direction and enjoy the, the wind coming against you so they can keep you cool. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Let's go into number eight. Number eight, run early or late. Even the worst heat waves cool off significantly by dawn. Get your run done then. If you can't run in the morning, wait until evening when the sun rays aren't as strong. Word of caution, please be aware of your surroundings. Know, make sure that you're going in well-lit areas, though, and bring some sort of protection. 
because listen there's creeps out there unfortunately that like to prey on people so make sure that you are picking if you are going to run when it's getting a little darker make sure that it's it's safe zones okay for you ladies out there and then number nine slow your pace every five degrees over 60 you want to maybe decrease your pace by 20 to 30 seconds per mile be smart and slow your pace down Summertime is not a time to go for all-out sprints. And we do speed work on Tuesdays. However, the area in which we do our speed runs is shaded as well. So we are smart when it comes to that. And we just want to, for our run-walk runners, we we teach uh, run-walk-run. And individuals run for two minutes with a 30 second walk break for example but every five degrees over 60 you can start to decrease the amount of time that you run so that you're not exhausted at the end of whatever race distance it is so you may decrease your run walk run your run time maybe 20 15 to 20 seconds for every five degrees over the 60 degrees and trust me it will make all the difference in the world. And then finally, number 10. This is something else I don't do. However, if you guys have a pool, it may be great for you. Run in water. Use water to substitute one weekly outdoor run or walk with a pool running session of the same duration. If you need to, use a flotation device and move your legs as if you were running on land. Add a slightly exaggerated forward lean and vigorous arm pumps. That's a good that's a good point there. That's a good point. You're going to get great benefits from doing aqua aerobic workouts. You can actually get if the schedule call for 5 miles today, you can just walk it. Okay? You're going to get the same anaerobic experience as if you ran. Now, many runners may say I don't I don't feel the same when I'm only walking. But the body will get the same benefits trust me so just in review real quick number one adjust okay number two wear less clothing use sunscreen number three watch your alcohol and medication number four drink early and often number five don't rush don't go for personal records number six seek grass and shady areas number seven Check the wind direction. Number eight, run early or late. Number nine, slow your pace. And then finally, number 10, substitute one of those work outdoor workouts for running in the water at your friend's pool, at the local YMCA, the local gym. All right. Let's take a break. Okay, let's transition into our questions. Okay, so our questions comes from Ed Brown this week. Ed is our first Patreon. He enjoys the podcast so much, he went to patreon.com slash Coach Tadris and became a supporter of the podcast. Really appreciate that. All of our supporters can go a long way in helping us continue to provide this content on our YouTube channels, as well as this podcast. So thank you, Ed. 
and his questions, he asked very good questions, and we want to make sure that we answer them. So number one question was, what's the most effective way for my runs to be longer in distance? The answer to that, Ed, is the most effective way to increase your runs is to spend more time, okay? We're not going to worry about distance for about the first six weeks. If you're new to running or trying to get back into it, you're going to work out, say, three, four days a week, nothing strenuous, going to do about 32 minutes or so of your workout. Then the following, after about two weeks, you increase that up to 40 minutes, okay? After a week or so of that, you increase it up to 45, increase it up to 50, increase it up to 60 minutes. Now, you can track and journal. You can go back into your Nike app if you use a Nike app for tracking your runs or any of these other Map My Runs and say, wow, okay, I did 45 minutes today. And I was able to cover four miles. That's, that's nice. That's amazing. And then the next week, you know, you will start to see your miles automatically improve. And then after about six weeks and you have those aspirations of running a 10K or down the roads, you want to do a half marathon, then you will get a schedule that will have the distance on there. But first, start off by increasing the time that you run gradually. Okay, hope that answers your question. Question number two, do I or should I increase my fasting times? And if so, at what point do I increase them? Right now, I'm on a 16.8. Well, the answer to the question is, how do you feel on a 16.8? Do you feel amazing? I personally recommend you stick with the 16.8 because I know personally you are new to intermittent fasting And to get up to 16.8 right now is a great thing that you have done already. There's a lot of great benefits to fasting past 12 hours, past 13 hours. You know, you increase your autophagy. You uh, are getting nice uh, new cells being remade and you're looking fresh. Your skin is improving. All these different, you're having good mental clarity Okay, because you're reaching into the 16-8 zone. Now, on occasion, Ed, if you would like to increase that, try doing small increments to increase it if you would like to and see how you feel. Stretch it out to 17 hours one day. How did you feel? Track the journey. Um, In our last podcast, we, we went over the Zero app and there's a section on there where you can say how you felt doing that particular thing. You can go back in your history and say, the last time I did it 17 hours, I felt miserable, okay? I was starving, whatever. So you want to journal, you want to track these things so that you know how you can feel moving forward. You can extend it out to 18 hours, okay? Maybe the next week, maybe you'll try, throw one or two days of 18 hours, see how that feels, okay? So that's what I recommend. Let me know how you feel now, and then if you feel great, fine, stick with it. If you want to check it out, go ahead by increasing it by an hour or two and see how you feel, and then make sure that you are journaling and understanding how you feel when you do increase, okay? your fin- The final question was, with fasting, does the body become used to it 
and does it cause a plateau? So I want to say, start off by saying that everything has the potential to plateau. But a quick story, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Great Adventure. We went to the water park. We had tons of off-script foods. I wasn't keeping it real. I was way off. And I come back, and I was 176 pounds, okay? And I've been doing really well in the 167 range. And that food just blew me out of out of control. What I used to help me get... <laughs> Back down to 170 was intermittent fasting. And what I, one of the things that I did was increase my time, make sure I had several days of 20 hours fasting. Now, again, that's something that I'm used to doing, okay? That's not something that I recommend for a lot of people that's just starting out. So here's some quick, three quick tips to make sure that you're not hitting a plateau. So number one, make sure nothing is sneaking in that is uh, hurting you. So if you're supposed to be fasting, make sure you fast. Don't add cream to your, your coffee. Don't add some kind of fruit into your water, okay? Clean fast means just plain water, coffee, tea, nothing added to it. When you go to work out, work out without having pre-workouts, things like that. Okay, because when you work out on a fasted stomach, especially if you've been fasting for 10, 12 hours and then you do your workout, your body has already ate, uh, depleted the glycogen. Now you're going to target your fat. Okay, therefore, you will not hit this plateau. Or if you hit the plateau, you're going to make sure that none of these things are sneaking in so that when you do your workouts on a fasted state, you're going to torch that fat. Okay. Number two, double check your calorie intake. With intermittent fasting, a lot of people don't count, count calories. I stopped counting calories a long time ago. Uh, however, there are some people that can get out of control. You know, you, you, you fast for 16 hours and now you just raiding the pantry going crazy you're going out to some people use intermittent fasting in a wrong sense they go to restaurants and eat cheeseburgers and french fries and all that stuff again is that going to help you get to your goal by choosing those food choices once you came off the fast you had all these health benefits by fasting and then you're going to blow it by having something crazy off the hook and those things occasionally maybe that that's that's going to uh, keep you from binging by having a cheeseburger once a week or whatever um, with some french fries or, or, or whatnot. But sometimes that one day can turn into three days and four days. And now you're saying, you know, intermittent fasting isn't working for me anymore. I hit a plateau. No, we have to double check to make sure that we're not going haywire. So if it takes counting some calories for a few days, once you count the calories and you eat basically the same things, you know what those calories, uh, your foods contain calorie-wise, and you don't have to count every single day. That's another tip, too. So number three, finally, stretch out your fast a little longer for a few days. So as I said, I went from 176 to 170 in about three days or so, three to four days, and I, I made sure I hit my 20-hour marks 
all consecutive days, okay? And so that's another tip to make sure that you're not going to find yourself hitting a plateau. You're going to continue to get these results by doing what you have been doing, and I'm proud of you for taking this on for yourself. Now, we're going to, it's almost time to wrap up, but before we do, let's go into the look ahead for the week ahead here. Um, on Tuesday, I have signed up for the Run Sign Up Symposium, which as a race director, is going to help me understand how to put on a bigger, better race every the first day after Memorial Day is our, the first Saturday after Memorial Day is our Keep Calm and Run to the Best You 5K, which helps support the South Jersey Field of Dreams where disabled children are able to play baseball on a nice cushion field. And so Monday night, there's like a meet and greet dinner. And then on Tuesday is an all day training for myself. I'm excited to do that. Thursday after I train the group, I'll be heading to Philadelphia again for the Love Never Fails convention. It's a spiritual three-day treat for my family and I, and I can't wait. Um, If anyone wants to join me, I can provide details for that. It's going to be some great information to help help families and, and things like that. So we're super excited about the week ahead. I want to know from you again, what are you excited about? Please reach out to me. Before I end and conclude this week's podcast, I have a motivational quote from Roxanne. She she uh, messes this into us. If you quit now, you'll end up right back where you first began. And when you first began, you were desperate to be where you are right now. So keep going. I love that quote. Thank you so much, Roxanne, for submitting that to me. And I shared it in today's podcast. Amazing, amazing stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share our podcast with our friend, your friends and family. You never know who will be inspired by it. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I was your host, Tadris Parker. And if you would like to be a supporter of our content, head over to patreon.com slash coach And I hope to see you at the next starting line. Have a great week, everybody. Oh, wait, it's not over yet. Sign up to our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. It's absolutely free. You'll be added to our online accountability group where you'll have the support of all of our members, all supporting one another, helping each other get to their goals. People like Chris Ballard, down 30-some pounds. We have Jamie, down 50 pounds. A person like Desiree just signed up to the Keeping It Real Challenge and lost 8 pounds. Results may vary. You can lose 2 pounds. But that would be the 2 pounds that you need to get you to your goal of 20 pounds lost, 30 pounds lost. Whatever your personal goals are, I am going to help you get there. Sign up to the Keeping It Real Challenge. It starts tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Let's go. Seven days can change your life.